peace from God our Father and our Lord and our Savior Jesus Christ. Our meditation this morning is taken from the book of Jeremiah, chapter 33, verse 3. God makes the following promise, and God says, Call to me, and I will answer you. So far, our text. All right, I'm starting the sermon this morning with a little congregational activity. All right, so when I give you the signal, I want you to stand up, and I want you to walk around church today until you find someone who was born in the same month that you were born, or hails from your hometown, or ate the same breakfast that you had this morning, or has watched the same Netflix series, uh, or has been to a Minnesota Wild game, or someone who knows how to swim. Okay, ready? On your mark, get set, stop, <laughs> stop. Okay, no, I'm not going to make you do that uh, this morning. But if I did make you do that, what would it force you to do? it would force you to communicate, wouldn't it? Force you to communicate with other human beings. And that's important, isn't it? Because in business, if your company cannot communicate well with customers, you will not be in business for very long. In education, a teacher will be in trouble if they don't know how to communicate their lesson plans to their students. In sports, communication is everywhere. Ever watch an NFL quarterback sometimes communicate with his offense at the line of scrimmage? Omaha, <laughs> right? It's masterful. And the same can be said about the medical field or government or politics or the military. Communication matters. Nowhere does communication matter more than when it comes to relationships? Did you know that the vitality, the health of any relationship is directly proportionate to the quantity and quality of the communication taking place? That's true. When husbands and wives stop talking to each other, their marriage is in trouble. Or, uh, when the communication between husband and wife becomes more negative than positive, that's right, again, their marriage is in trouble. In fact, great communication is one of the reasons that people fall in love in the first place. On our first date, Bob and I talked for six hours straight, and that's when I knew that he was the one for me. Right? <laughs> Communication matters, and we humans love uh, to do it. That's how God made you. That's how God created you. He created you to be a social animal. And so God said, it is not good for the man to be alone. I will make a wife for him so that uh, she can talk and tell him why he is wrong. <laughs> kind of a loose translation there from... From, from Genesis, okay? And I know, I know, I know that some of you are thinking to yourself, no, no, Pastor, I don't like to communicate at all. I'm rather shy, I'm an introvert, much rather keep to myself. 
know what I say to that? I don't believe that. That's a bunch of hoo-ha. You know why? That's a bunch of hoo-ha. One reason, because I know that you own a cell phone. And cell phones are the greatest communication tool ever devised by man. How popular are these communication devices? Well, I did some research. Okay, there are 394.14 million smartphones in the U.S. 79% of smartphone users have their phones with them 22 hours a day. The average person will spend 4.1 hours on their smartphone. 53% of American children own a smartphone by age 11. 83% of American teenagers have their own smartphones. In fact, video viewing on that phone for teens averages two hours and 52 minutes. Can you believe that? The average U.S. adult spends uh, 38 minutes per day on Facebook, 16 to 24-year-olds 20 year spend an average of three hours a day on social media, 47% of Americans say they are addicted to their phones, 48% say they panic when their cell phone battery goes below 20%, okay, 45% say their phone is their most valuable possession, and here's the most troubling stat, I think, for me. 64% admit that they use their smartphone while on the commode. Oh boy. You are addicted to your smartphone because you are addicted to communication. That's how God wired you, and I'm in there too. Communication matters. You know, while my father was still living, Every Sunday afternoon, when I came home from church, he'd either call me or I would call him. And the conversations were pretty predictable. You know, he'd ask, well, how many were in church? What did you preach on? Did you knock them alive again? You know, that's how Dad talked. And, and those, those phone calls, though, they were really important to my relationship with my dad and his relationship with me, and I missed them. So today, I want you to give some thought to the kind of communication that you have with your heavenly Father. Remember, the health of any relationship is directly proportionate to the quantity and quality of the communication taking place. So how much time do you spend in prayer with your creator? And is it quality time? Mealtime prayers do not uh, count. And remember, communication, the best kind, is a two-way street, isn't it? God communicates to you through his word. It's always been that way. Everything you need to know about God, who he is, why he is, how he cares about you, how he loves you, what he does for you every day, how he forgives you, what his eternal plan is for you. Everything you need to know about him on this side of heaven, God's already given it to you. He wrote it down. It's in his letter. It's in his book. So read it, read it a lot, and you'll find that God loves you more than you'll ever be able to understand or figure out he just does. Then on the other side, 
of the communication coin, just like any loving father, God wants to hear from you. And I, and I know I, that doesn't make logical sense, does it? That out of what, 7.7 .7 billion people on this planet, God is interested in you. And he's interested in me. Doesn't make sense, but God is interested. Look, my grandkids, they FaceTime me all the time. And I never thought that I would be fascinated by dinosaur shirts or faces covered in spaghetti sauce or PJs with pink unicorns or half-eaten popsicles, but I am. I can't get enough of my grandkids sharing their lives with me because I love them. Same is true with God. Because he loves you, he deeply desires that you share with him your boring, crazy, unpredictable, sometimes joyful, sometimes tearful, almost always hilarious life with him. Doesn't matter that he's seen it all a million times before. God wants to hear from you. He wants you to share your life with him. You know what? It's what people who love each other do. All right, so I want you to listen now while I read a Bible verse where God promises you something about prayer. Ready? Jeremiah 29, 12. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me, and I will hear you. God hears uh, your prayers. Jeremiah 33, 3, our text. Call to me, and I will answer you. God answers your prayers. Luke 18, verse 1. And Jesus told them a parable to the effect that they ought to always pray and not lose heart. God wants to hear from you when life is hard. Philippians 4, verse 6, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. God wants to know what you're worried about. And 1 John 5, 14, and this is the confidence we have in him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. God hears and answers your prayers according to what he already knows is best for you. If communication is the key to any healthy relationship, and it is, if God has promised to always hear your prayers, and he has, if God has promised to hear your prayers, especially when life is hard, and especially when you are sad or worried or anxious, and he has, if God has promised to always answer your prayers according to what he knows is best for you, and he's done that too, don't you think that you should give communicating with this God who loves you some serious thought? All right, one last thing. Take out your phone. Okay, you're never going to hear me say this again in church. Take out your phone. Come on, Sue Benson, find your phone. I see you there. All right. Peyton, you got your phone? Okay. All right, go to settings. Go to screen time. Uh-huh. <laughs> Your phone should tell you the average time, you know, yesterday, for example, that you spent communicating 
with your friends and family or something, depending on your phone, okay? How much time do you spend on that thing? Yesterday, my average daily time communicating was one hour and 25 minutes, okay? Here's my challenge to you. Every day this week, take 10 minutes of that time that you see on your phone right now. Take just 10 minutes and use that time to talk to God. You know why? He'd love to hear from you. Amen. And the peace in Christ that passes all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.